Congratulations. Victoria's housing market has rebounded strongly this year. Hammers were falling once again. Buy numbers per auction are actually up on last year. Rates, of course, on hold again at 0.25%. National house prices were still rising. A man's home is his castle. And today, it goes under the hammer. Welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715. Yes, and welcome to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Of course, they are the team that can make moving easy for you and so many people moving at the moment. And of course, for all of those extremely busy real estate agents out there, if you are interested in using Direct Connect, give them a call. They can help you and your team. one three hundred double six four seven one five is the number to see how they can benefit you and your business. And one man who is so busy... I am still surprised that he manages to find the time to come in and podcast with me is Stavros Amphizetis, company director with O'Brien Real Estate. Stav, I've seen your stats and when I emailed you, here is the quote from like yesterday, I think it was, and you just said, great, I'll see you in the studio. We've just hit 91 sales as of tonight. Saturday, I had nine auctions with all selling. One auction had 71 bids in 14 minutes. That's a record. So that gives me a little snapshot of your week. Was that really a record? Yeah, look, that is a record. Uh, 71 bids in 13 minutes. That's a bid I think I worked out every six seconds. <laughs> and it wasn't an affluent area. Look, it's a great area, but it wasn't an affluent area. It was um, the non-beachside part of Seaford. Um, but the, they always say there's a lot more people with less money and less people with more money. So we're Hang in on, a lot more money. A lot more people with less, less money. money. Less people with more money. Uh-huh. So the cheaper auctions or the cheaper properties seem to be going really, really well at the moment. So they're exceeding their reserve prices by a larger percentage uh, because they're cheaper. So, for example, this one was anticipated would sell six fifty to to seven, and it got seven eighty. Mm-hmm. So eighty thousand is a significant amount on 700. That's over 10%. Yeah. So if it was a $4 million property, you wouldn't be as surprised if, no. it, if it went in excess of that. No, no. If it went over 70 grand on a $4 million property, I wouldn't be as surprised. But it's been, and it wasn't an isolated event. So I did nine auctions on Saturday. Another big one was five Ivan Avenue in Edithvale. That one had 21 bids in six minutes. So it was just a trend of the day uh, on Saturday. And do you think that that sort of implies that people are correcting their expectations? We've been talking about it on the show, you know, recently, and and we've got some um, some great case examples coming up on the show today of people who are struggling to find some homes. But does that mean people are going, okay, well, I'll go to the next suburb across, and I'll, I'll just maybe readjust because they're getting outbid everywhere they go in their target area? It is. So that is happening. So people are changing their, I mean, their situation hasn't changed, but they are changing their expectations or areas. And what we're trying to tell people is a lot of them, Jane, have got 10 points that they want to tick off on. I'm saying to people, if you can tick off on seven of those points, go ahead and buy the property. Uh, And one of them is area specific. Um, But the other thing that's also happening is a lot of these buyers that are buying and bidding at the moment, the cycle has turned. So you said earlier we've sold 91 properties for the month. Those 91 people or, or families now are bidding at other op, uh, properties. Mm. So they've actually achieved a high price than expected and they've got more to spend so they don't mind spending a bit more. They're putting more chips on the table at the moment to get the property that they want. I actually anecdotally had a chat, love, love a chat about real estate mm. at the school pickup. <laughs> 
So I knew that one of the mums had put their place Ringwood North, so mm-hmm. you know, similar um, area to where I am renting, but. It was a big process. I knew that they decided, look, we want to do a bit of a sea change. They want to move down to the peninsula. So every time I sort of catch up with her, it's like, how's it going? How's the sale? And of course, you know, she's posted on Facebook. It looked immaculate. They'd done a lot of work over 25 years with this property. Mm. They sold at auction and well and truly exceeded, I think she said more than $100,000 than their absolute top bid. But the interesting thing with that was that the person who was the successful bidder was a couple. He was a doctor. They were cashed up. Mm -hmm. They had had seven building inspections on other properties. Wow. Because we've been talking about that too, you know, how much it costs you to actually do an inspection. And this was the final straw. They were like, Come hell or high water, we mm. are buying this property today. And because it was beautifully presented, it was it ticked all of their boxes. Yeah, yeah. But they they said after the auction when they're you know relaxing afterwards, just saying we could not go through this process again. Easter's coming up. We just wanted to know that we had a home, and it's going to be ours. I mean, seven building inspections mm. and seven failed auction attempts. That's that's a big toll for a family to go through week in week out, isn't it? It's huge. That that amount of energy can really, really bring you down. And one of the lines that I'm using at the moment to get another bid, so when I'm in between bids and it's slowing down and I've called it three times and I'm about to sell, I'm selling, 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 and then I'll say, I'll look at the other couple and say, not that we don't want to see you next week. We'd love to see you and welcome you <laughs> at our open for inspection next week. But the couple over here have their weekends back and you don't. Oh. Do you want your weekends back? And they say, yes. Well, give me another bid. And that's what it is at the moment. You've got to make people understand if they buy, they're off the market. They can go spend yeah. some time at cafes with their friends, lunches, go see the kids at sporting events, all this sort of stuff. If they don't buy, you know... It's the alternative. We'll see you next week. And they don't want that. The 4am in the morning, I can't sleep because I'm really, really stressed about Mm. this whole thing. I'm just going to get on realestate.com and see if anything's come up. Like, you know, it is a lot of mental energy, Mm. isn't it, when you're house hunting? And the trend at the moment is there's more property selling that are actually coming on the market. It's about a 20%... Uh, variance, but 20% more properties are selling at the moment than what's actually coming on the market. So it's actually, it could it could make things worse as time goes on. I can't see it slowing down at the moment because these 91 pro- uh, properties we've sold, they need to buy. Yes. And there are not a lot of investors selling. So uh, that's all I can see at the moment uh, happening. There will be properties coming on the market because of the new rental reforms that kicked in on, on Monday. Um, and you know, we can talk about the re- rental reforms. We're, we've got a seminar tonight, an info night, where we've got 150 people attending tonight so we can talk about these rental reforms because there is so many changes happening and people, um, it's a minefield out there and it's, it's you know, door, door locks, uh, ventilation, vermin proof. So there's minimum standards now on properties where, where you've got to rent them out on toilets, curtains. bathroom, yeah, curtains, yep. kitchen facilities. One, my favourite one at the moment is kitchen facilities. The range hood has to be a certain height above the stove. Oh, how's that going to go for all of uh, like your crew where it's like, I mean, I notice I'm a rather taller person, yeah. but there's definitely a period of houses in Melbourne, especially where you know people are at least a foot shorter in general yeah. than what perhaps we are today. I, I just, <laughs> yeah, all these things, all these minimum standards wow. are kicking in. And some of the houses that we're actually inspecting, 
you've got to pull out all the ca- uh, cabinets yeah. to lift the range hood, or you've got to lower the stove. Uh, laundry facilities, uh, structural soundness, mould and dampness, electrical safety, window coverings, windows, like lighting, heating, all these things, these are minimum standards that are kicking in uh, as of Monday last uh, this week. Yeah, we spoke about that on our last mm. episode as well. And like, who's actually going to check that that is up to scratch? This is what I wonder. Is there a whole host of new jobs being posted by the real estate industry of Victoria? Like, who's going to make sure that well, the range hood is the right height? Okay, so there, there's a couple of um, companies that, that have been a forefront in this in this part of the uh, industry. So one of them is Smart House Australia, mm-hmm. uh, and they have inspectors that check everything. And we can get um, someone from Smart House Australia yeah, to come idea. in, or if Direct Connect have any connections. But they are a bigger company. There are smaller companies as well. Like there's a company down in Langwarren called Safest, and mm. they're doing really well too. So they'll come and do everything. They're a one-stop shop. They they cover all your electrical inspections, your your plumbing inspections. But some of these things have to be done annually. Mm. So it's going to add about I anticipate about a thousand dollars to every rental provider. Now, a rental provider is what we used to call a landlord. That, that term doesn't exist anymore, landlord. So the word that was called landlord is now rental provider. It will cost a rental provider about $1,000 extra a year to actually um, be able to stick to these reforms. Which I think is a good thing. Look, I you know had it a is. little cottage in Ballarat and you know kind of was like, oh, yeah, I'll just rent it out. Mm. But you know, how didn't I know that the old gas heater wasn't actually going to kill someone? I mean, we're talking sometimes yep. on the extreme end, life yeah. and death scenarios. So as a former landlord, mm. now rental provider, rental provider. <laughs> it is actually people's lives yeah. you're playing with. So I guess yeah, you do, do need to remember that some of those things, mm. which I'm assuming are the annual requirements, are things like electrical safety checks, yeah. oh. smoke alarms, and gas just scares yep. the heck out Pool of me. Pool fencing, all yes. that sort of stuff. Anything. It's all to do about safety. Now, what it will do, because the, it will cost more, there will be a lot of properties that won't make um, the cut. They won't yeah. reach the minimum standards. They will have to come on the market and be sold or not rented at all, which means there will be less properties on the market in the rental capacity. I think that might push rentals up a little bit. Well, I'm already hearing evidence mm. that, that rentals are going, like at first during COVID, a lot yeah. more people were starting to buy and perhaps getting into the market first home buyers. And mm. we have a lot of expansion of Melbourne's greenfield areas. There are a mm. lot of homes being built. But yes, I am hearing that it is getting tougher to find properties yeah. um, in especially the southeastern suburbs. Yeah. So I guess if you're a landlord and you don't have heaps of cash up front, you do what? You've got the option to not tenant it mm. out, sorry, landlord, sorry, rental provider. Rental provider. Uh, you've got the option of having to find the funds yeah. and refinance or take it off the market for a while while you gradually get all those renovations yeah. done or sell. So you are anticipating there will be a percentage of them go on the market. There is. And I've, I've got a, an isolated case um, in Carum. Uh, one of my um, good long-term clients, it's going to cost him about $24,000. And he's had several quotes from mm. different different suppliers. Uh, it's about twenty four grand, so he's decided not to spend the twenty four grand on um, getting the property to minimum standards. He's going to sell it, so it's yeah. coming on the market after Easter. It's all well and good to get a quote as well, Stav. Mm. As I'm finding out, mm. trying to get a bathroom renovated. Look, I'm <laughs> in a country area in my new place, but one company got back to me. I was like, "Oh, that was a quick response," and it was like, "Sure, we're happy to quote." Just letting you know, the first calendar 
opening we have for a bathroom renovation will be in 2022. Oh. Holy moly. <laughs> so that is mm. also going to play into it, isn't it? Landlords yeah. might be able to get the finance and the quotes, but whether or not they could actually get the work done yeah. in a timely fashion is going to influence their decision yeah. to sell or not too. Yeah, I'm trying to get carpet laid at the moment. Same story. Like before anyone could come and measure up, there was a three-week wait. <laughs> And that was a reputable uh, carpet company. Oh, let alone getting the stock in. I've just ordered tiles mm. and I'm like, fingers crossed, because I did find a a bathroom reno guy who will come and do the job. But there has been a lot of supply delays Mm. due to COVID and that stupid ship getting stuck in the Suez Canal might have something to do with it. But there are so many factors, aren't there? Yeah, there are. actually contribute to how quickly and how cheaply you can get work done. Yeah. In 12 months, we'll be talking about how this has shaped the market mm. and we'll be I'll be very interested to see. I, I have an impression of which way it's going to go and I think there'll be less properties on, better quality. Mm. It'll be great for my industry because my property managers then will be dealing with better quality properties. Uh, there won't be a lot of... Um, you know, issues with uh, getting tradies or maintenance issues. I think it's going to be great for the industry as long as it doesn't push the prices up for the uh, renters. Yeah, and we are thinking of people, of course, we've seen job keeper and yeah. job seeker come to an end, which a lot of people have been mm. predicting will influence uh, the real estate market. And a big hello to any of the tradies who are rolling in cash at the moment and overly booked. You're as busy as real estate agents. So um, it is good to hear, though, that some industries are really booming. And of course, you're listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. They make moving easy for you. And if you're an agent interested in uh, using Direct Connect, give them a call, one 300 to see how they can benefit you and your team. Now, Stav, I want to go back to the weekend and a little property you sold because I've now uh, discovered your YouTube videos. What inspires you to actually get an auction filmed and posted online? Like this one has had 300 views in just a few days. Like wow. what's what's the sort of theory behind that? Um, look, it's it's inter- with auctions and I'll, I'll preface it with, you know, with auctions, probably 20% of all sales are auction orientated but and 80% are private sales. But it's interesting how 20, it's, it's flipped around on the exposure. 80% of all our exposure is through auctions because people mm. get to see us live do our sure. work. So I think it's important for those that aren't there to be able to see what goes on to encourage people. Because I think auction is probably the most efficient way to sell a property. Uh, Because if we've got seven buyers, we get them all in a room together, whether it's at the house or in a boardroom, and we get an outcome rather than getting seven offers on the property and then Mm. going back to seven people. Just the sheer volume of, of people we're dealing with, I find that's the easiest way. It's transparent. Everyone can see each each other. Um, and as you can see on that video, um, there's a lot of nervous um, buyers as well. And, and one of them in particular, you noticed, um, lit up a cigarette during the auction. <laughs> he was that nervous. I'm going to play the audio yeah. before we sort of discuss some more, just to give you a bit of an idea about Stav and what he does when he's not sitting in a podcast studio. So here is some of the auction audio from the YouTube video of 16 Bowman Street in Aspendale. We're here to welcome and present to you this magnificent property at number 16 Bowman Street in Aspendale. Location says it all, $3.7, at 50 now. At 25, 75 I have. At 75 you can join me for 800 now. 
At 900 I have. At 3.9 now. I'll take another 25 if you like. 25? Playing for keeps. At 5.40. 80 I have. Rounded up to 100,000. At 80 now. 4 million and 80,000 dollars. At 1. 100,000. At 100 now. Back to you. At 100,000. Haven't forgotten about you up there. At 140 on the 4. 4.2. Thousand now on the four million. That's four million three hundred thousand dollars is the bid. Sixty, seventy, eighty, five, another five, five and twenty-five. It is third and final call. Are we out at the front here? We're selling, selling, sir, selling. We all happy with that price? Sold. Congratulations. What can I say, today was a huge event for O'Brien Real Estate and for the vendors at 16 Bowman Street in Aspendale. We had 40 bids, almost 40 bids in 13 minutes. Congratulations to the vendors and I'd like to thank them for entrusting O'Brien Real Estate to sell their home. It's my new addiction. And Stav, might I say, you do scrub up very well for the auctions. And it really is a complete production. It is. That hilarious bit where the uh, successful bidder is just like, obviously. I mean, look, I've mm. never and probably never will bid over $4 million for a yeah. property who's like, I need a cigarette right now. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. It was extraordinary. And and it's uh, it's that isn't just one one auction. On Saturday, I had nine. And it, it gets so tight that um, I have the car running. Uh, I have my son who drives oh. me, so he has the car running and facing the direction of our next auction. Oh. He has it down to, like, uh, from Ivan Avenue, I had to get to McSwain. Uh, in, we had 14 minutes to get there, and I got there with five minutes to spare. Uh, so it is a tight... Um, it can get very tight on a Saturday. And because he drives me, I, I sit in the back and I, I, I get acquainted to the property again. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's it's a full art and I've done over 3,000 auctions. Yeah. So. And the adrenaline must just yeah. be like, you've just sold a property for over $4 million mm. and you've got to go, thanks guys, got to go. <laughs> I went from that one to Berwick. <laughs> oh, crikey. Yeah. So, so yeah, if you see a speeding car with a police escort, <laughs> it may bring out staff from O'Brien Real Estate. Now, watching that video as well, and I'm going to put a link in the show yeah notes because I think it really is interesting and especially if you're in the market and mm. you're kind of getting your head around actually either auctioning your property or mm. going to be at an auction yourself. It's a full production. I was really impressed with the editing and the filming but mm. you've got the snacks and the canapes and the drinks. I had and cocktails. Cocktails. We had passion fruit cocktails. We had uh, mojitos. <laughs> Uh, for, and we only had a drink card. Everyone got a drink card on arrival. Yes. So they could only have one drink each. I couldn't have people bidding drunk. No. So not a good idea. No. But we did have the canapes. We had the wraps. It was a full event, uh, and it is because that family. You've got to understand they've been there for almost thirty years. Yeah. It's part of their their. It's their home, but more importantly, if you have a look at the story behind the home. Um, the husband didn't want to buy the home. The wife actually insisted they buy it. She she went and bought it in the end uh, against her husband's will for three hundred and ten thousand dollars twenty seven years ago, and they've just sold it for four point five three five. Unbelievable! It really is. Yeah. It's a real story involved. There's a, in there's it. a huge story involved. Yeah. Well, and uh, of course, the busy schedule you keep on a Saturday. No wonder you need Direct Connect to help you and the I team do. out, because really, it helps you just save that little extra element yeah. of stress for your team, doesn't it? Knowing that uh, Direct well, Connect can take away some of those day-to-day things, the connections mm. from someone moving. I, I love Direct Connect because I always say, why use two systems when one will do? And and I believe in ruthless efficiency, and if uh, that can be delegated to someone else or contract that contract it out 
and they do an amazing job. Like, they haven't let me down. So if you'd like to call Direct Connect and find out how they can help you and your team, one three hundred double six four seven one five is the number. Now, here's a bit of shameless cross-promotion for you, Stav. I'm not sure if you know, but I actually have the pleasure of hosting another podcast for Red Energy, which is affiliated with Direct Connect. They're all part of the one bigger company. Uh, and I co-host with Shana Blaze from Selling Houses Australia. Have you been uh, prone to flicking on selling houses and watching a few renovations in the past? I do, and I think (laughs) she's amazing, to be honest. (laughs) It is an absolute pleasure to be on the Homestyle podcast with Shana. What I wanted to play you is a little bit of our last episode. Shana has decided to step down from Selling Houses Australia, which is devastating news for all of us who are fans of the show, but her business is just going gangbusters, and she's got a charity Foundation as well. So I actually organised to chat with Andrew Winter, who is basically real estate royalty. He is the host of the show. He's up on the Gold Coast and absolutely loving things at the moment. So subscribe to the Homestyle podcast if you want to hear Shana and I talking about design and real estate and selling. So I just thought it sort of crossed over to what we talk about uh, here on the show. So here's just a little snippet. Um, Andrew Winter, you may agree or disagree with some of these comments from the Homestyle podcast when we sort of asked him why he thinks the market is going so nuts at the moment. It is weird that when um, we go to those houses and you can't sell, but the the markets were quite different then. And, um, you know, you know that my son Jess has had a real problem trying to find a, a property. Um, people are paying stupid prices. What, what do you think about that? Well, I can comment quite happily on that because I can tell you now the last thing I'd be doing is buying. Yeah. It's just the wrong time. It is the wrong time. So any people that are panicking out there, don't panic. Because the, the, one, of the, one of the fundamental reasons at the moment the Australian housing market is going crazy is one element and one element alone, and that is lack of supply. So most good suburbs and most regional towns across Australia have only a limited number of houses for sale because a lot of people are thinking, oh, the market's a bit mad. If I sell, what am I going to end up even being able to buy? So they're hanging back. And obviously with COVID and other things that are coming in, so even though there's amazingly low interest rates, it's just a lot of people are hanging back. So it means that your typical suburb that normally might have, for argument's sake, 15 houses for sale at any one time might now at the moment only have eight or nine perhaps. Mm. And then you've got the normal 15 people looking, but in fact there's a few more because everyone says it's great and the interest rates. So there's more people looking and less people for sale. So that is why you're getting this home that you think's worth 700000 going under the hammer for 920 because there's nothing else out there. So yeah. for my advice for anybody, including your son, is look, really, I'm afraid you're kind of on, on a wave at the moment. I'd just be sitting back and waiting for it to all calm down, which it does every single time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there you have it. That's Shana Blazer's experience at the moment of trying to help her son Mm. find a property. I mean, the question was, would there be any places for selling houses Australia to actually uh, go in and do their magic because Mm. everything's selling? Do you agree or disagree that now is not the time to buy? I thought of you and thought, "Mm, I'm not sure Stav would agree with that. It's a hard one. I, I would flip that question and I would actually say, if you're looking at selling now is the time to sell. Yeah. Because, and I I encourage that very highly, and I said it on the Greek radio earlier today, if anyone's thinking of selling, now's the time to sell because there are buyers out there. On the weekend with our 34 
uh, 37 auctions we called, we actually had over 100 bidders, not bids, over 100 different separate bidders. Mm. Now, if you do the math, say 100 minus 37, you've got 63 bidders that still haven't bought and they need to buy. Um, at the start of the show, we, we said we'd sold 91 properties. Those people have to buy. So I'd be suggesting if you're thinking of selling or if you've got an investment property or, or a surplus property, I agree, now is the time to sell. It's not necessarily the time to buy if you can avoid to. But again, there's another rule in real estate. If you're buying and selling in the same market, it doesn't matter. It sort of evens out. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. So a lot of these people that are actually extending themselves by 200000 Again, do you know why they're doing it? Because they've just sold their properties for excess, so they've got more chips to put on the table. Mm-hmm. They're saying, you know what, I'm going to put more chips on the table now because I've got 200 grand more on mine. I can afford to go 200 more when I'm bidding as well. So I think if you're looking at making a move and wanting to sell, give your real estate agent a call, whoever that may be. Hopefully it's a direct connect client, um, and then you can deal with them and they'll advise you correctly. But now the buyers are there. It's important to, to do, do the transaction now. The other thing I think is really interesting on how this can change our sort of demographics and our social um, mm. structure of suburbs. But my advice, and not that I'm an expert, mm. but you know, I have been sort of tweaked in on this whole thing for a couple of years now. My advice to a couple of friends and colleagues who are selling at the moment is to line up accommodation. If mm. you know that your aunt... Like, you know, one example of uh, a colleague here at uh, SEN, they've just sold their house. They made a lot more than they thought. They put the work in, Mm -hmm. presented it well. But they have lined up to go and live with their auntie, who's in a big house in Baldwin, got plenty of spare rooms, plenty of opportunity to actually stay for an extended period, perhaps not with the in-laws or Mm. parents who don't want their adult children (laughs) returning. But they had organised that all before the auction because it then took the stress out mm. of, oh my goodness, what do we do if we sell and the vendors want, you know, quick settlement, we've got nowhere to go. We're then in that position of having to bid way higher than we thought. Yeah. So they're now in that situation where they don't have to stress about where they're actually going to live. Mm. They can ride it out for another six months to a year. They're cashed up. And it means, as you sort of spoke at the top of the show, they've got their 10-point list. I keep saying, did you find a place, did you? And it's like, no, it's only ticking off six of the seven, but we don't need to be in a rush because yeah, well, that's we've a good got position. time. That's that's a real good position to be in. Yeah, and and, and that that's exactly what you've got to do. You've got to have it lined up because um, whether it's rental. So you've got another colleague here that just asked for advice. He took me for coffee before our ah, okay. before our uh, podcast, and he said, "Look, I'm thinking of selling because I could actually sell in my suburb, buy a block of land." because we're thinking of having another kid and then we can actually uh, build what we want. And in the meantime, we'd probably rent, but we've got somewhere where we can stay. So I think that is such a good move just to plan ahead a a little bit because accommodation is really scarce. Mm. It's really scarce. When you look at uh, supply and demand, what um, we talked about, well, what Andrew Winter talked about, look at suburbs like Blagary. It's gone up 50% in Ooh. one year, 50. So this it's is on down the peninsula. on the peninsula. Yeah, yep. it's on the Mornington Peninsula. And I've got clients that have sold down there in Blagary, but they're staying on the peninsula in other suburbs of the peninsula. They're moving to Acreage in Muraduck, mm. which is on the freeway system. It's on Peninsula Link. They've bought a, a beautiful farm for 30, I think it was 30 acres for 1.8 million, but they sold their one in Blagary for well in excess of two. Mm. So they're winning and they've got a better lifestyle, better location, 
um, according to them, and they're still close to all the amenities of the peninsula, the wineries, the golf courses, the beaches, the funky cafes of Main Street in Mornington. Oh, you sound like a salesman. So, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's it's like a huge game of chess for a lot of yeah, people at the moment, that's what they're doing. <laughs> they're cashing in here and then playing. It's like, it is a little bit like, um, you know, at the casino, you're cashing in and playing a, a, another game somewhere else. So that's all it is. Now, we must uh, send our thoughts to anyone who has been impacted by the latest COVID outbreak in Brisbane. Mm. So we know that Direct Connect have, uh, you know, offices around the country yeah. and, and definitely in that New South Wales, uh, Queensland market as well. Did your heart go out? I mean, we did this podcast right through lockdown, mm. but, you know, my heart goes out to everyone in the Greater Brisbane area who they've got nuts demand at the moment. Mm. Everyone's moving up north and then suddenly shut down. What were yeah. your thoughts? Look, I remember when it happened to us and now we can reflect back and say, you know what, it was a, a few weeks or a few months and now that we're, we're on the other side. But when it actually happens to you at the time, I remember the stress it put on uh, on a lot of my staff, a lot of my family, a lot of people in my centre of influence. And you know what? It was difficult. And all you can do is um, tell them that this too shall pass. Um, And we've got to remember all the Victorians that are travelling up there. One in seven Victorians have travelled or are travelling to Queensland during this uh, Easter period. Mm. So, you know, my heart goes out because there's a lot of uncertainty. They might be stuck there for three, four weeks. Um, and it's not the beautiful Queensland. They might be stuck in an apartment. Yeah, or, or might... a little hotel motel. <laughs> That's right. So it's not as if they're going to be stuck um, in Port Douglas in a resort. Yeah. Um, so I do think about it, but this too shall pass. It will come to an end. And look, hopefully not such a long-term lockdown that they're going to have to pivot like you guys, O'Brien, mm. did and start doing the full studio auctions. But yeah. I guess, you know, the precedent has been set now. That yeah. is possible. If you had a house going to auction on the weekend, you can still do it online. You can. And uh, and face masks, I believe, are compulsory now throughout Queensland. We've got an office in Cairns, O'Brien Cairns, mm. and he's asked me, do you still have any O'Brien <gasps> face masks? I said, I do. So uh, he's asked me to send him some face masks up there. Uh, good luck with the postal system yeah, at the moment, there you though. Go. <laughs> so we are thinking of you in uh, Queensland and, of course, people whose plans to get a little sunshine have been completely thrown mm. into chaos with the latest lockdown. Uh, and good to hear that you are thinking, you know, that advice would be, I guess, is to just, just watch your mental health yeah. and, and your stress levels of you and your team because mm. it can be really, really distressing. Take the opportunity, take a rest, um, reflect, read a book. But it's it's a it's time out, which I at the moment I wish I had a little bit of because we are just flat out. Mm. Uh, will you get a little rest over the Easter long weekend, Stav? Or how <laughs> many auctions are there coming up for you on the weekend? I'm actually not doing. I've decided to take an RDO, so I'm not going to do any nice. auctions over the weekend. Um, yeah. But my wife uh, and my cousin did buy a little investment property in Cheltenham. And we're looking at getting that on the market. So you're going to get on the tools. I'm going to be on the tools. I've been, I've got blisters on my hand. I've been, um, and that's just from a spray gun. I've just been spray painting the fence, and so we're probably going to get that ready. I've got a stylist coming on Friday, and we're going to put this little beautiful little unit on the market. Hopefully by next week. Okay, so my impression of you just sitting back with a, a you know, mojito no. and just having a relaxing weekend no. when you're not selling multi-million I dollar cannot houses. Sit, I cannot sit still. And you, if you come on a Saturday and watch me, I cannot sit still. Could you um, just head down the Western Highway to my new place? Because there's a lot of 
work that needs done down yeah. there. <laughs> I've got the uh, folks coming over yeah. from uh, South Australia, so hopefully a lot of gardening is going to happen. But it oh, is exciting, isn't it? When you've got a new property or something that yeah. you know has value, every time I pull out another weed or paint mm. something or do another little reno, I'm just like adding a bit of value. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and in real estate history, you know, Jane, the property market always goes up. It mm. might go down a little bit, but it, it doubles approximately, on average, about 10 years. Some areas seven, but on average, it's 10 years. It will double. Okay. So every little bit of work you do on that property is increasing the value. That's if you want to sell it in the end. I want to. That's right. I'm, I'm hoping I don't ever have to move house again. It's too stressful. Well, thank you, Stav. It's been great to have a chat and just find out where we're sort of at at this current mm. point in this crazy market. And of course, if you are one of the people who's just sold your moving house, perhaps you're changing your rental property, make sure you give the call at direct. Uh, give the team at Direct Connect a call because they can make moving easy for you, whatever situation you're in. And if you're a real estate agent, of course, Stav uses Direct Connect. It just takes that extra pressure off his team. Give the team at Direct Connect a call on 1300 664 715 to see how they can benefit you. If you would like to have a listen to the full chat that we had with Andrew Winter, that was Shana Blazer's podcast, Homestyle. You can subscribe to that wherever you get your podcast. But I will put a link in the show notes was really interesting. He had some great advice on whether now is a time to renovate and whether or not the trend for open plan living has been kind of halted by COVID. You can head to the link in the show notes and subscribe to the Homestyle podcast. That one is for Red Energy. Have a fantastic Easter, Stav, and I'm going to put your details in the show notes too if people want to get you as their auctioneer. I'll chuck the uh, link to that great video of you selling 16 Bowman Street in Aspendale. It's really, really interesting to see how the whole process works. Have a fantastic Easter. Same to you. Thanks, Jane. Thanks for listening to Under the Hammer for Direct Connect. Direct Connect is a free service making moving easy for you. Call them today on 1300 664 715.